0: Oh, Defenders Live. Another week. Another grand time. Another people. Just, there's so much going on. I it's been a week. It's been, I had one of those weeks that felt like an eternity. Felt like Monday replayed at least two or three times. Minimum. Uh, maybe more than that. So that was fun. That was that was Fun. But we've made it. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is the weekend. It is Saturday. Or whenever you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. So there we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. Make sure you follow on the social medias at D-O-A-E Show. Make sure you like and put a review. It doesn't have to be a good one. I don't care what you put down, just review it. Because oddly enough, it makes a difference. It helps out. And the more people we can get listening to this again, get the audience back up again, the more I can do, the more we can grow, and it'll all be because of viewers like you. Okay. So, tonight, I got a special guest, some very, very dear friends of mine, who I actually would probably would not be married if it wasn't for me. And yes, I'm taking credit for that. Uh, they are very dear friends. Uh, uh, they are the hosts of Coupled in Faith, Brent and America Altman, I I don't know they, they they've been doing this for a little bit. Uh and I thought it would be nice to to have a slight change in well in the direction of the show, uh, at least for a moment to kind of have a break for you know, those of you that are of faith, um it's kind of tough living uh living in America today. There's so much crap going on. And even if you're not of faith, like there's it it, it still affects you and and maybe that there's something that you know you could learn. To, you know, help make it through the the crap that is uh, American life. So, without further ado, Brent and America, welcome to the show. Hi.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: Hey. Wow, the energy is off the charts. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I cannot quantify it at all. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on and hanging out. So, I'm, I already know... What's gonna happen, and this is completely un show unrelated. But I know and and you should know this is coming to America. Everybody heard me say your name is America. <laughs> I wanna get it cleared up now. Cause I know people are gonna ask this later on down the road, whether live here in a little bit through tweets or whether in comments afterwards when they get around to listening it. Please explain for the audience your name. It is your name, correct? S-
2: Yes, it is my name, so there really is no great explanation for it, um, except for the fact that my parents said they were thinking of baby names, they knew they were pregnant with me, they were going to a furniture store, it used to be called the Old America Store, and my mom had not liked any of the names that my dad had said for a girl, and he looks at the sign, and he says, what if we named our daughter America? Kind of as a joke at first, and then my mom absolutely loved it. And so they decided that if they were going to have a girl, it would be America. And if they were going to have a boy, it would be Steven. Instead of my parents having a son named Stephen, I married a Steven. Because actually, <laughs> Brent's first name is Steven. Uh, that,
0: I, it's just, it's funny. When it, so we're going to name our daughter America. And if we have a boy, it's going to be Steven. <laughs> It's just, I, it's, it's, this huge. Well,
2: my dad's name is Steve. So he wanted to pass on the name. No, and that's understandable.
0: (laughs) It's understandable, but you get the point. Like it's America. It's very different. It's unique. There's a lot of different things that come into one's brain when they hear that name. (laughs) And then you have Steven. It's, it's just, it's, it's different. It's, it's a weird little dance. I think it's, it's cute, but there, now we got that out of the way. It's all been solved, all been done. Um, tell me, tell us, tell us about your show, Coupled in Faith. Start from the beginning. Whose idea was it? Uh, how long did it take you guys to decide you want to do this? All of it. Start from the beginning. Regale us.
1: Um. Well, it was all just kind of, uh, we both had been having this, I guess, epiphany or word from God, and uh, we were both, talking about one day we came together and we were like, I've got an idea and I told America and she's like, Well, I've been having that same thought. So I've been wanting to do a podcast too, so we were like, Okay, let's do it. Um basically got all the equipment and everything and you know, through help from family and things like that and we figured that the best thing to name our podcast would be Because we are a couple and we're, you know, both of the same faith. And we, you know, do faith revolves around our relationship so much. You know, so the only way really to have a good, healthy Christian relationship is have God be in the center of it. So we wanted to be coupled in faith. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. And... Just to kind of get some background for me, I've been in radio before. I was in radio for about four years off and on, um, anywhere from something that was just a podcast or being on live. I was a host of a show for a while, so I already kind of had the background, and Brent kind of knew that. And so he was like, hey, what do you think about getting back into that again? And we were super excited about it. We started in August of last year. Um, we had just had a new baby back in March before then. So it's been a little rocky trying to stay on it. We have not recorded something since October, unfortunately, but we are trying to get back into doing that and trying to get back on social media and kind of promoting the show. Um, You know, we had a lot of uh, not really guests on the show, but people who had seen recordings and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I know it was touching people and we want to get back into doing that and reaching people again. We feel like God's got something laid on our hearts and we just want to spread that word out. We are living in really crazy, scary times. And I think everyone is searching for something and we just want them to be led back to Christ when it comes to what they're searching for.
0: Nice. Nice. So like I said, this is this is something that you guys do just kind of, it was kind of laid on your heart. Um yeah. What, if you had to put a, 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 a single goal, and, and I mean, obviously, you know, trying to help people, you know, to Christ is, is, you know, is a good one, but it's also kind of broad. Like if you could pick a specific goal that you feel, and it doesn't have, y'all don't have to share it, you know, as far as, you know, have the same thing. But like, if you if you had a single goal, for this show, what would, what would you hope that it, you could achieve with it? A little bit more specific than, do you well, have mean, anything?
1: You know, if, you, if you look at, you know, some of the big time pastors and things like that, that these mega churches, I'd love to be able to do something like that. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> I, was gonna, you know, um,
2: I don't want that on my shoulders. I'm good.
1: <laughs> you, you know, we're, I often joke, you know, as far as the Joel Osteens and stuff out there, that, um, yeah, I, I, I don't really, you know, there, there's a lot of things that they say that I do not align up with and do not agree with. But um, we definitely have a goal of reaching people, just kind of, you know, just helping people in their day-to-day lives. I mean, people listening on the podcast or anything, you know, they can go through their life, hopefully see that, We're a couple going through all the same turmoil and same, you know, trials and tribulations that people go through every day. And we can, you know, use our faith to get through it and hopefully just kind of encourage people to use faith to get through their daily lives, too. Um,
2: Yeah. And, you know, we're very um, knowing that not everyone has the same faith as us. Um, we've had people who don't have the same faith as us even listen to our show. Yeah. So our show is not based on just wanting to reach people who are Christians and who are faith-based. Even yep. though we named our podcast Coupled in Faith" as a cross, on it. it's very obvious that that's what it is. But we had this hope that we wouldn't be unreachable to unreached people. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we just we have a form of wanting to love everyone and be as open and honest as possible. We went through a lot with church. We've went through a lot with our marriage just in the past two years of being married. We haven't been married two years. Um, We've went through a lot with our kids, Um, you know, just life in general. And it's just, it's real. And so that's kind of where our show is supposed to be, just being real. Um, Brent actually designed our whole design himself. And that was kind of his vision. He wanted it to look like it was just, it could be for anybody. It wasn't just about God, even though it had a cross on it, Like it still wasn't like taking up the whole thing. He wanted it to be that anyone could listen to our show, and it has, and it's been awesome, and like I said, I hate that we haven't been consistent, but life happens.
0: yeah. (laughs) Life will get in the way, and especially if you feel like you're doing something you're supposed to. It always, you know, devil always throws things in the way to try and slow you down, but, you know, but that's awesome. Like, I I know if, okay, so y'all have done a few episodes. I say a few. Y'all have done more than a few, but you've done some episodes up until – uh, you said October and, and life hit. And I know, believe me, anybody listening knows that, you know, the crap that me and our show went through. Um, so it does happen. But of the shows that you've done, do you have a favorite? As in if anybody's listening right now, I mean obviously I I'm I'm a my O C D and everything else requires me to start at number one and work my way up or down or however the list goes. Um but uh that's me. Is, if, if, if somebody just wanted to jump in, or if you wanted to push one of them, what, which one would have been y'all's favorite or the one you think went the best? i wanted to
1: say the church to go or not to go show. Um, it was the one that really... We were recording an episode. We had started... We had recorded the entire episode, and I went to go back and... Because we don't record live... You know, I went to go back and kind of do some editing, finishing touches, and all. And I was listening to it, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And all of a sudden, America said, "Okay, I've got an idea." Mm-hmm. She made a Facebook post that said, "Hey, you know, why don't you go to church?" And that was the. I said, "Why?" Facebook. I said,
2: "Why do you or why don't you go to church?"
1: Yeah. And we had so many people respond, and it was mostly, honestly, people responding saying why they don't go to church, you know, reasons, different reasons of, oh, I was hurt by the church. I was, you know, I've been jaded by everything, you know, and they responded back, giving us all these excuses pretty much. And it really touched us, you know, hearing so many people that were hurt.
0: Yeah.
2: And this is the thing, too, it actually – So I posted that, and within five minutes, we had almost 15 comments. Yeah. It was so quick, and people were so quick to jump on it, and I I just felt like the Lord told me to post it, and I did. And all of a sudden, we got these comments flooding in. People comment to each other, having conversations about why they don't go to church, you know, how they were hurt, why they were hurt. And then I am getting messages, private messages telling me why. So then I was like, you know what? Within an hour, I had four recordings, I believe, three or four recordings of friends of ours and people who have just non-acquaintances on Facebook send us in a voice clip as to why they don't go to church. And so I was like, we're going off of this. And we really just opened up our hearts and minds and listened to those people and then kind of responded based on how those audios and what they said made us feel. Yeah. And I'm getting calls from my mom and my dad, hey, we've got friends of ours who don't even go to church, who are going to church now because listening to your podcast, not necessarily convicted them, but realized maybe what I've said about church and the people in it is not what I should have been focused on. Right. I should have been focused on being there for God and my relationship with him. And so it really, it was crazy. We had, um, over a hundred downloads in less than a 24 hours.
0: Nice. Yeah, see that's that 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 right there. uh, To to not quite go completely off topic for the moment, but that is is I think the linchpin to um, faith as far as society goes right now. You know what I mean? It's it. it, Everybody who isn't a Christian or who isn't a faith will sit there and be like, "Oh, you're trying to shove this down my throat," or "You're trying to do this," or "You're trying to tell me I can't." Whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's the whole idea about. Christ is not about uh it, it's not coming from a do and don't kind of thing. it's not a, a thing of rules it's not about It's 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 not even about here everyone I'm going to control everyone da 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 it's about a personal relationship between the person and Christ, and that's it. and a lot of people are having a hard time I think, parsing that because if if Christians did it the right way. Then we would be more concerned about us. It. So it doesn't mean we don't stand up and say when something is wrong. And believe me, I've got a laundry list of stuff here to go over later that's all wrong. Um, but there's nothing wrong with. it. It's not about not saying that something's wrong. We absolutely should say when something is wrong. But at the same time, it should be about you know making sure that I am where I need to be. You know what I mean? Because we're never we're not perfect. We're all human. We're all you know unfortunately of sin nature we're going to screw up we're right. going to mess up um so therefore i need to be more concerned about making sure that my walk with christ is where it needs to be because it is a personal relationship it's not you know this broad thing where you know this guy or this this entity is trying to amass as many people as possible to just worship yes. for the sake of worship there's an actual personal thing between christ and ourself mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I think that's something that a lot of people now in this, you know, generation I'm not used to being raised in Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, sees it as. Well, you know, they're just they're whatever God they're praising or worshiping, it's just trying to condemn me to hell. Right. And, you know, like going back on what you were just saying about, you know, working on your personal relationship with him, going to church is to feed you. Right. And a lot of times what happens is, is somebody who needs to be fed goes into a church and this is where the church gets it wrong. They don't make sure that person coming into their home of a church Mm -hmm. is fed first before they're making them feed somebody else. Yep. Yep. And then we got a problem because now we've got somebody with an empty cup trying to fill somebody else's and you just can't operate like that. And so that's kind of what this episode kind of talks about and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I kind of think that's where we're going to be focusing our podcast a little bit more too, is talking about the wounds of church, talking about the wounds of people from, you know, from church people and unchurch people too, yeah. and just kind of discussing that because, you know, everybody's hurting in some way or another, All right. whether you love the Lord and you have a relationship with him or you don't, we just live in a cruel, sinful world and it's not going to get any better until we go to heaven anyways. We know that. So let's just help each other get through this.
0: Right. Cause it's not going to get any easier. Hell, at this point it looks like it's just getting worse. But no, that was that was yeah, for real. That was definitely one of my my favorites as well. I it's just because I think I I I I've and this is I've kind of wanted to do that same similar thing with this show. I wanted to try and hit a point where, you know, I think I think in society as a whole we've lost the the idea of what is right and wrong. Like there was a point like when 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 I was a kid when we were kids like it, it well, when I was a kid y'all were Still younger than me. But when I was a kid, like there was there was a point where people around you would be able to at least agree as to what's wrong. Now, whether you could agree on how to correct it, it's a whole nother thing. That's usually where the arguments came in. You know, But we could at least point at something and say that's wrong. We're at a point now in society where we can't even identify what's wrong. We can't agree that something is wrong. And that's what needs to get changed. We need to get back to that point to where that one, if we have a disagreement, we're not enemies. Right. We're yeah. not enemies. We're not uh, fighting against one another. We're, we're we're fighting against, you know, sin nature. We're fighting against things that, you know, again, our from fight
2: a, is not against flesh and blood. Right. Our fight is against, you know, spirits and principalities. It's not, it's right. not the same. Right. Yeah.
0: And we've got to start looking at it from the angle of you're just, a and, and even even from a non-faith angle, there are yep. people who have been raised in different s- situations, just period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody who has been raised in New York City is going to have a completely different view in life and a completely different experience in life than someone who was, say, raised out in a country like me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We're going to see things completely different. And if we can't learn to sit there and kind of go and maybe glean and at least at at the very least recognize that the other person's experiences are valid, Mm -hmm. that's what they went through. If it's not accepted and valid, then we're never going to be able to make inroads to be able to make and have any kind of peace,
3: period.
2: Absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, you're going to go through different life experiences too. And some of it's living, like you said, in New York and the South, it's two different things. You're not going to have the same experience and seeing the same things right. just as somebody who has stayed in one place their entire life and never ventured out anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people stay where they are in their home and they never go to other states. They don't see other things. They don't see other ways of life. And this is something I learned a long time ago in all the mission work I did. I'm not saying that, you know, other, all other religions are are right. I'm not saying that, but everybody's got a piece of the puzzle. Everybody's got a piece right. of it right, right. And this is the thing: is just because it's different than the way you were raised and what you were raised to do doesn't make it wrong. It might just be a different cultural difference, yep. a religious difference, yeah. a you know, a upbringing difference. All the things I have seen in other countries, they label it as okay. Let's just say Muslims, yeah. in the countries I've been to. They label it as being Muslim, but really, if you get to the root of what they're talking about, it's Christianity. They just don't know it. They've been so warped by what they've been raised in, the culture they've been raised in, they don't even know what they believe anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if we could just like Sit at a table and all talk and and have conversation, and listen to each other, and hear each other out. This world would be so much better.
0: I so want to do a show like that. I want to do. I want to do something to the angle of getting a bunch of different people constantly and just sit around a dinner table and actually eat food and have discussions like that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. That
1: would,
0: that would be, be awesome. so yeah, good.
1: Yeah, just kind of hit on what America was saying is you know in the Bible it tells us that our moral code and the original morals that we have, especially it was written on our heart in the beginning. Uh And I think a lot of religions, they have that same moral value and that same, you know, written on their hearts in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but through things getting twisted and things like that, through cultural differences, they've changed it a lot. Yeah, And, you know, like you said, the root of it is God. You know, God wrote that on all humans' hearts in the beginning, and we it's don't been jaded. see that. It's been jaded so much because unfortunately this world is the way it is because sin has entered this world and it's run rampant and now it's, you know, running so rampant that you know, I often tell America, you know, I wonder how bad Sodom and Gomorrah was for it to be completely wiped off the map. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still here. Yeah.
0: I've thought that too. I've thought that too. But yeah, it's it's <sighs> We need, we need to start holding on, being able to hold to something again, again, whether, whether you're a Christian or whether you're not a Christian, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're Buddhist, whether, no matter what it is, we need to be able to, to start focusing on to hold on to something bigger than ourselves. Cause at this point, everything has become so fluid. I hate using that word, but everything's become so, you know, vaporous that there's nothing tangible. There's no solid yeah. footing anymore. And it's, it's causing too many problems, way too many problems. It, it should not be this difficult. And all we're doing is making it worse. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're doing this to we're ourselves. Just, we're
2: playing into the hands of the devil. He wants division. He wants yeah. us to be, right. you know, divided. He doesn't want us to be arm in arm with each other. That's his whole plan and scheme. And we're literally just playing into the hands of it.
0: Right. And it's, it's hard to do, especially when you go on to something like, you know, say Twitter or some other place where you're genuinely trying to, to, you know, keep facts straight. You're trying to have actual conversations, etc. which it, you're an idiot if you're trying to do that on Twitter, but I digress. It, it, you, <laughs> it, it, you're, you're trying to actually maintain and be civil and everything else. And it's really hard to, to be in a place like that when people are just lashing out it, at some times just for the sake of doing it. You know, I've, I've, Really had to kind of step away from because I used to like to get in there and tussle and argue and blah blah blah, but it just got to a point where it it's depressing because no matter what you try to say, no matter what kind of proof you have, no matter what kind of logic you use, even if you use and I've done this before. Matter of fact, I did this a couple of weeks ago. You use the exact same logic that that someone else is using to get everything wrong, and you poke a hole in what they're saying with that same logic, then suddenly they don't know and you know it just gets maddening. And and we need to get back to a point where we have, you know, a better understanding of truth. And
1: that's like me, I've never been told I wouldn't argue with a fence post, so
0: Right. Yeah. I I have, and I always end up losing for some weird reason. Anyway, Bretton America Altman from Coupled in Faith Podcast is hanging out with us on the show. There is still a lot more to come. We're going to actually get into some articles that I found that are going to make some heads explode. Y'all don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you, your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to patriotic hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not.
1: Eight This is Defenders Live.
0: Keep forgetting the mute button for some weird reason. You think I'd know this by now? Welcome to the show, Defenders Live. Go to D O A E Show on all the social medias, especially on the Twitters. You can find the show on pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast, um, Spreaker and Apple and 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 YouTube. There's the videos over there if you want to watch the video for some. God awful reason Um, there's uh, there's it's it's on Stitcher and Google Play and it's just everywhere and anywhere Uh, check it out spread it around share it with your friends and not for nothing we still have all of the originals I say the originals Um, ooh (laughs) sidebar already in a second but yeah we still have all the shows going all the way back the past almost six years you can find all of that you know on one of those platforms somewhere um check them out, leave a review, you know, do that. Help us spread the show and get it growing bigger. Um speaking of of the original, I was digging through something. I, I don't know where on the computer, but I I I may have found the very first episode of the show. Um and I'm debating on what I want to do with it. I I might um, I don't know if I want to uh, make it a like a subscription type thing because you know I'd like to do some stuff. Um, I don't know if I just want to throw it I'm out. Yeah,
2: I need to see the cringe on that.
0: <laughs> well, I don't have the video. <laughs> the very first one is not video; it's only audio.
2: Listen. It's probably cringy enough without the the
3: visual. Oh, yes, it is. It is so bad.
2: It's so bad. It's be like for $5 you can see the original show.
3: Right.
0: Do you do you want to know the very first episode and and and, and not for nothing. It, after it's over with, I will even supply you with John Jonathan Dunn's uh, information so you can get a hold of him and say what in the hell were you thinking? Um, cuz he was the one who green-lighted us. So, um yeah, I don't know what I want to do with it. I found it. I'm 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 sitting on it. I'm debating Mmm, it's so bad. Anyway. You need to do a reaction video, too. I, <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: double screen it, you on one side and on the other.
0: Yeah, I have to play <laughs> the audio and just let it roll. I might do that. I might do that just have me talk. I don't know. I might do that. It, I don't know. So many different ideas, and, and I mm-hmm. want it to be good. We'll figure it out as it goes. But anyway, we are joined tonight by Brandon America Altman from Coupled in Faith. Uh, very dear friends of mine. Uh, again, I, I would argue that if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be married. However, I can't be the. I'm obviously not the only person who can sign up for the United uh, Church, whatever, and get pastoral privileges that way. So i guess I wouldn't be the only one. But
2: listen, did we ever get your credentials on that? Are we
0: actually legally married? Yes, you are legally married. Because well, I guess I guess Darn. we'll we'll find out we'll find out if one of you ends up in the hospital or something goes down. I don't know. <laughs> you try to claim insurance or something. I don't know. We'll see you then Way, but um but yeah, so they're hanging out and we're gonna go do some stories because it's going to be fun. I have a couple of them here that are going to uh, make your heads explode. Uh, an amendment. To a proposed law in California would make a child's gender choice part of their welfare and punish parents who don't affirm their decisions. The amendment... Uh-huh. Oh, Uh Oh. (laughs) the amendment... We're starting on a high note here. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're diving in quick. Uh, The amendment was added to California's AB 957, which already uh, passed the state assembly and will go on to the Senate. The bill defines the, quote health and safety and welfare of a child, end quote, to include, quote, a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity, end quote, as it pertains to the determination of child custody and visitation in contested legal proceedings. You you get that? That means that... In a divorce situation, if a parent wants the ability to be able to spend time with their child and their child has been, for lack of a better way of putting it, corrupted into thinking that they are something that they are not, and the other parent doesn't agree and doesn't affirm this, then they don't get to spend time with that child.
1: (laughs) Wow. Do you know why they did this?
0: Do you have any idea? There's a, um, there's a, is it, he's not a pastor. There's a dad currently fighting in, Cal, in California, in Canada right now. Um, well, no, I'm sorry. I think there's been updates to that. and I think he's been let go. Um, but he was in a divorce situation. And the mother, as typically happens, had primary custody of the kid, got to see him all the time, blah, 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 or her all the time. Or was it a he? Anyway, I get it. gets confusing. Anyway, the child, <laughs> the child has decided that they are not the gender that they were born. And I can't remember if it started out as a boy or started out as a girl. Or is this an actual boy or girl, biologically? But they've decided that they're the opposite. And mom is all behind this, pushing for blockers and everything. And, and dad, obviously, who's now divorced from mom, is, like, absolutely not fought against it, fought against it, fought against it. Ended up in jail because he was wow. not going along with the stuff in, and everything else. Um, I have to go look at the update on it because I believe the trial is over with. I think he's been let go. I think everything, at least to that part of, you know, him being incarcerated and everything is fine, but he's still fighting it. It's still a very ugly, ugly thing going on. And all that they're California is doing is trying to get in front of that now. Because eventually something like that will happen if it hasn't already. And they're trying to, you know, get in front so they can say, no, no, you don't have a way, a choice, and a rule in saying any of that. So.
2: You know, also- maybe in this situation, they should just let the kids emancipate themselves and just be free to be in the real world and get a taste of it.
0: Well, I mean, if if, if, if my brain says if a if a child and that's what they are, children, are have the ability to make such a life-altering decision at these young make ages, an adult decision, right? Then why should parents be held legally responsible? To take care of them. Yeah, I completely agree. I know it sounds so harsh, but I mean, you know, it's along the same lines when it comes to abortion. If if, if a woman has the full and total right to decide whether or not an unborn child lives, and regardless of the father, then the father should not be held financially responsible, ever. If he walks away and says, I don't want to do anything, then there should be nothing legally binding to make him have to... You know, be responsible.
1: I can't disagree with you. Well, my question is, you know, at at what age are they doing this? At what age are they starting this? Because what is it? UNC up in North Carolina, they're doing um, as young as two. As young as two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, if we've got a 16 month old and she don't know if she likes ketchup on one meal or <laughs> not. So you know, tell me, how, how is she going to choose her gender at
0: that age? I, well, does not even
2: know what a male and female is at this point.
0: Well, and then that that goes into my argument that they never should. Right. The only time that any child should ever be like fully grasping the whole difference between male and females is when said child starts going through puberty and changes. Exactly. happen, And then you have to have that conversation. Yes. Up to it. that point there is no reason on God's green earth that they should ever be subjected to anything having to do with sex at all. Whether yeah. it's, you I know, mean. preferences or otherwise.
1: Yep, I agree. I mean I mean when me and when me and my brother were little and our cousin would come over and play she's female and still is, but <laughs> Oh thank uh, God. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um <laughs> But she would come over and play with us, and we had all of our tractors and things like that out in the yard, and she would play with our tractors. That doesn't mean that she's, oh, she's playing with trucks. Johnny
2: was playing, playing with trucks and the SWAT truck a- yesterday. And a in a crane or whatever that was, and a dump truck. She's playing with them, and she's going vroom vroom like yeah. oh, I mean, like a kid should. Yeah, a kid should know what those things are, just like a, an adult does. Doesn't mean that just because I like to drive a truck or I like to shoot a gun or whatever that I am okay. Now I am identifying as a male,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, it's that's the thing you want to talk about. Kids, the youngest girl over here, she uh, her favorite toy for years was an excavator.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, there's it's, nothing it's,
2: wrong with that.
0: No, and like here's here's the funny part. It to me anyway. And I say it's funny. It's not. It, they they want to sit here and and start saying, well, you know, like you were implying, yeah. You know, well, they're playing with boy toys, so that means they must really be a boy inside. But then mm-hmm. you turn around and one, they completely destroy what it is to be a boy or a man.
2: Yes.
0: They can't define it. The same thing applies to women. The, you, you go and ask them, you know, anybody right now to define a woman, and most people can't do it. But they know that if, if a boy, quote-unquote, a biological male, penis and all, turns around and decides that he is a female, oh, then he must absolutely be right. Well, how can an un, a brain that is underdeveloped be able to decide something that society currently can't even define? Right, that makes
2: and no can. sense. It goes back to the same thing: is a, a child like my five-year-old son does not know whether he likes macaroni and cheese one day to the next. Right, the next day he might hate it. Like they don't have the the minds to function to even make decisions like that. And I would beg to differ that even a young adult doesn't. No, I mean you know, <laughs> right? I don't think anybody has the capacity for that. It was chosen for us for a reason.
0: <laughs> right we yeah we came up with the the distinctions and everything from you know for clarity's sake like it's it's not yeah it's just so dumb it's uh, quote When you say gender affirmation is in the child's best interest for health, safety, and welfare, it takes nothing to say non-affirmation is now abuse because you're not taking care of health, safety, and welfare if you're not affirming them. That is according to the attorney, Aaron Friday, of the parental rights group, Our Duty. California Family Council called on residents to contact their state senators and demand they vote against the bill. Good luck there. Because that's, you're in California. They don't give two flying figs about you.
1: (sighs) Nope.
0: Quote, there are numerous religion. this is, okay, this, I'm going to pause and go back to this. This quote and paragraph that I'm about to read, I understand why they're using it but it bothers me that this is their only concern, or at least the only one that they seem to be using, okay? Quote, there are numerous religions that believe gender and sex are binary and based solely on a child's biology. There is no way parents with these beliefs can affirm a child's chosen gender identity if it differs from their biology without violating their religious belief. That is according to the statement from the group, uh, the, the, the Our Duty family group. Okay, fine and dandy. They're using that because freedom of religion is a constitutional right. I understand that's why they went that way. But the problem that bothers me out of this is that what about the science? Literal biology states there is male, there is female. (laughs) Like, who cares about anything else at that point? That, that stuff goes out the window.
1: I, yeah, I mean, they, I understand why a religious group went that way. And I, I do agree with it as far as from a religious standpoint. But, you know, so many people want to say, oh, we have to follow the science now. We have to follow the science when they don't even follow the science.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. They don't even follow what their actual principles stand on.
0: It, it, they, well, because at this point, I mean, do they really are the principles even principles anymore, or is it just sand? Right. At this point, it's really weird. They're
2: making it up as they go,
0: right? And how is it that, okay? So how how are we supposed to listen and believe and follow the quote unquote science when none of it is tangible? It used to be there was male and female, and and then now they're like, well, now we have climate change and all this other stuff over here, and people are having a hard time buying into it. Now, the science is saying, well, you, there is no biological male and female. These are just artificial uh, societal constructs. They don't count for anything. It's whatever you feel on the inside, blah, blah, blah. How are you supposed to get anybody else to buy into anything that's actually science? You know, and forget, forget from, you know, just disabled There's climate change. At uh, th- this point, how is it that they we can say that Pluto isn't a planet? Mm-hmm. I would argue mm-hmm. with everything in the way it is. We should petition to get it come back because how can you prove it's not? What if it feels <laughs> like a planet?
2: What well, if it feels like a planet? <laughs> I feel like it's a planet. And make it a planet, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: I don't. Well,
1: it's like you know, the other night I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean with the kids and. You know they always talk about on that movie. You gotta follow the code, Jack. You gotta follow the code, and then there's the little joke in there of, well, it's more of a guideline now. Mm -hmm. So that's
0: basically the way they look at science
1: now. Is it's more of a guideline? Yeah. If it doesn't say what we wanted to say, we'll just switch it over to this.
0: Yeah. Which it's
2: you know, and this is the thing. Like when we were, or at least when I was younger, and I know y'all too. You know, I knew people were gay. I knew there was cross dressers, yep. I knew there were drag queens, but they were just dressing up to be something they weren't and they knew they weren't. Yeah. This wasn't like, oh, I'm claiming to be a female but I'm a male or I'm claiming to be a male because I'm a female. That wasn't not that it wasn't a thing, but it wasn't televised. And this is the huge problem with it. It's the media that's grabbed onto this and hanging on to this and hanging on to the basically coat streams of this and trying to make it a real issue. When honest to God, I think it's a lot smaller than we think it is. And yeah, yeah. think the media is making it so much bigger and flamboyant than it yeah.
0: actually is. Yeah. No, yeah. They're giving they're giving power to something that has you know, if it wasn't Little for power. social media yeah. and if it wasn't for the internet, it wasn't for all this other stuff, they would have no power. It would be like exactly. it was when, like you said, when, when we were all younger where yes, there were people who did it, but that was it. The, right. You know, they were, you know, depending on where you live in the country, they might be ostracized, but for the most part, you were just left alone and thought to be as a weirdo. And that was it. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, well, you know, the old saying, you tell a lie enough, it becomes the truth. And that's basically what's happened. And, You know, that's also something we're having to really combat against is with as far as our faith and as far as the Bible goes, you know, so many people take stuff and twist it in the Bible and, you know, make it mean. I mean, I saw a guy the other day say that, you know, Jesus on homosexuality. Because when he told Lazarus to come out of the tomb, he said,
0: Lazarus, come out. And like,
2: this is such a far stretch that's so, like what? i was to say that's a
0: reach that, that I, I don't it's
2: such a reach but that's the thing that's what like then somebody comes back and combats back saying oh yeah yeah you're so right what
0: yeah that <laughs> that okay that oh dear oh Lord. i
2: heard it it's really it was on tiktok it was somebody uh, talking about it
1: end. it's a pastor from california and
0: oh shocker a-
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah here comes callie coming oh, in again geez.
0: like i in for the
2: win uh, well mm, uh,
0: win is a loose term there i just it, it oh dear lord i i again i see and we can and we can take it you know the faith thing into into the homosexuality world homosexuality world like it's by by biblical standards, everybody—it's not a surprise. The Bible says that homosexuality is a sin, but the fact of the matter is that we harbor on just—I you know, say we—you know, most people. There seems to be this strong harboring on the whole. You know, well, you're a homosexual, so you're a sinner. Da da, da, da. Newsflash. Every single one of us is a sinner. Every single one of us has a, has a yep. demon that we all have to deal with. Some of it is lying. Some of us have stealing. Some of us have lust. Some of us have gluttony. Some of us have, you know, homosexuality. Everybody has a different one that we that, that we have to deal with. Everyone has something we have to deal with. And to sit here and to point at just one of them and say, no, that's, that's obviously a sin, is crap. That's why I meant when I said, that's why I meant when I said, you know, if we start focusing on what we're doing, where we're messing up, where we're not getting things right, then let everything else kind of go on its own. It, it's not that difficult. Fix your problems, clean your house before you talk about someone else's. Take the, the 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 plank out of your eye before you worry about the splinter in someone else's. And nobody does that anymore. You know, I, no. I, it's, it's. My fa- Nobody's I- real anymore. No, dear God, no. And then to turn around and expect people, uh, as a person of faith, to throw your viewpoint from that onto the rest of the world is actually wrong. I look at it from the angle of this. Everybody on planet Earth is playing a board game. Okay? Everybody. They're playing a board game. Okay? I'm over here, I'm, and this is just analogy purposes, I over here in the Christian, uh, I'm playing Monopoly. Okay, it's homosexual over here or anybody for that matter who's not saved is over there playing whatever boggle trouble. Sorry, shoots and ladders. You fill in blank, whatever you want to do over there. I can't sit there and look at them and tell them they're playing the game wrong because they're not playing the game the way I'm playing. They're not even playing the same game as me. So I have no right to tell them they're doing something wrong. I need to be focused on my game and what I'm doing. Now, if they come over and they get saved, i.e. come over and play the game with me, then they now have to abide by the rules of that game. And I can then say, no, 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 that's not how we play. You can't, you know, roll three uh, uh, doubles in a row and skip going to jail. You have to go to jail. That's part of the rules of the game. You have to do this. If you're not going to follow that, then you need to go somewhere else. Do you know what I mean?
2: And and, and that's where... I've had a lot of issues with like social media and stuff because this is not, I have not had encounters with people about my beliefs, necessarily people who don't believe the way I do. It's the people who claim to believe the same way I do and then are basically making a mockery of God's word and living a totally different way than what the word says and making the word their own and making their own game, so to speak.
0: Right.
1: It's, and honestly, you know, me in America, we both have had the issue of, you know, going to different churches and going to different places and all, and seeing how different denominations and things like that, you know, they they take and well, when one part of the Bible says this, and they completely have it different ways. Yeah. Um. You know, we we both are of, you know, of the belief of. Well, if it's said in the Bible, there's a reason why God said it the way he said it. Yeah. Um and a lot of times you do have to go and dive into the hermeneutics of things and see it in the original text and all because, you know, that's right like now people are saying, "Oh, well, it doesn't technically say mm-hmm. in the original Hebrew and all yeah. that, you know,
0: it doesn't use that the that word homosexual." homosexual. Yeah,
1: it doesn't <laughs> the word homosexuality that was actually added people say like eighteen or nineteen forty eight or something like that. Right. But if you go back to the original Hebrew and look at it, it says man in bed with another man. Yeah. Yeah, man's not supposed to lay in bed with another man as he does his wife. Yeah. So yes, it may not say the
2: word that human mankind has created.
1: It may not say (laughs) our English word of homosexual.
0: Yeah.
1: But it does say man in bed with another man as he lays in bed with his wife.
0: Pretty clear. Right. It's it's the whole arguing semantics of it. And and in somebody who's not going to be educated or who's not going to actually take a dive, i.e. most folks on social media. Then, you know, it it works at that point because if you have that little bitty nugget, nobody's gonna go back and go, oh well, uh, and it's not worth arguing anymore. It's just, it's so stupid. People need to focus on themselves. If you are a person of faith, worry about your relationship and your 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 walk with Christ and how you're doing things, and that's all you need to worry about. If you're not a faith, then don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about how they view things, don't worry about anything. Worry about you. Stay in your lane and shut up. <laughs> That's about how I'm at it. Uh, This one I've saved for the end because we've got about seven minutes or so, give or take something like that. Um, This one's going to be fun. The Bible has been pulled from the shelves of libraries in a school district in Utah. Let that sink in for just a moment. Utah, Mormon country. The Bible has been pulled from the shelves of libraries in a district in Utah after a parent claimed that it can be considered, are you ready for this? Pornographic.
2: Oh, gosh. Let me guess. She opened up Song of Solomon. That's the only thing she decided to read.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh. Elementary and middle school students in Utah's Davis School District, located north of Salt Lake City, will no longer be able to find the Bible at school libraries after a district review committee decided to make it only available at high school libraries. The school district spokesperson, Christopher Williams, told NBC News that the committee chose to, quote, retain the book in school library circulation only at high school level based on the age appropriateness due to vulgarity or violence, end quote. The decision, yeah. the decision came after a parent upset by a recent state law designed to keep, quote, pornographic or indecent, in quote, materials out of school, filed a complaint against the Bible. So basically, this is just somebody who's just being a douche to be a douche. Yeah, we we're just pissed off at the world. Uh-huh. Well, how daring you take away these books. No, no, no. So we're going to do it. Quote, I thank the Utah legislature and Utah Parents United for making this bad faith process so much easier and more efficient. Now we can all ban books, and you don't even need to read them to be accurate about it. Heck, you don't even have need to see the book, In quote. <laughs> okay? Quote, incest, uh, onanism, bestiality, uh, prostitution, genital mutilation, felicio, deli- uh, dildos, rape, and even inf- infanticide, as a uh, uh the complaint continued, you, uh, you'll you no doubt find that in the Bible under co- uh, Utah Code subsection 76, 10, 20, blah, blah, whatever, uh, has, quote, no serious values for minors because it is pornographic by our new definition, In quote. Another person has already filed a complaint to put the Bible back into circulation in all school levels, not just at the high school thing. The controversy in Utah followed, a host of complaints around the country after sexually explicit books being available in school libraries. And this has prompted drives from conservative lawmakers and parents to remove the content. Blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. So in Utah, again, Mormon country, you can't have the Bible in certain school districts or in a school district under high school level and all because they just wanted to be a jerk. I mean, that's all it is.
1: So basically, I'm taking my ball and going to the house and nobody can play with
0: it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's it's the whole you're losing at <laughs> chess and so what do you do? You knock all the pieces off the board. That's what that's what this was. Yeah. It's a I don't get my way, therefore I'm going to make sure that nobody gets to have it. And it's it's <laughs> It's it's the same thing as the oh, and I don't have all the details on this. I'm I'm speaking purely from a quick glance, but it's like how they're trying. And obviously, it's in California, I believe, that they're rec, fully recognizing the 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 Satanic Church as a religion and all this other stuff. Why? Because well, it says freedom of religion, and so you know the state can oh, have nice. you know. Oh yeah, it's it's all blatant. It's all there to be a jerk and everything else. So yeah. Welcome to Life in America 2023.
1: So well, this is the thing. You know, you've had so much. And, you know, the Constitution does say we have freedom of religion. We have a right to worship whatever we want to worship. But this is the thing that I've found so much is that whenever things go against homosexuality or whenever things go against, you know, anything like that. You always hear the negative coming from people saying, Oh, well, Christians are bashing homosexuality. Christians are doing this. Christians are doing that. You never hear, Oh, Mormons are doing this, or yeah. Muslims, or Judas, you... or anything like that. It's always Christians are made out to be the bad guys.
0: Yeah. And in this society, nobody knows where, where a real Christian is because nobody knows what even a man or a woman is. Anyway. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Brent, America, we love you guys so much. Is there any way that anybody can find you where? Real quick.
2: Count on Facebook at Fakes, and you can find us on anywhere you can stream podcasts.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Go follow them. They're amazing. Love them to death. I really do. We'll see you all next Friday or Saturday. Bye. Bye.